again, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jay, your host from You Don't Say. Today's topic is kind of, it's been in the news for a, about a week or so. I'm a little late in regards to posting on this. And I wanted to, it's been weighing heavy on my heart and I wanted to discuss this matter, this topic. Uh, maybe it'll address some issues that other people are thinking or maybe it will touch a heart help people understand maybe give some understanding and some wisdom as to why the world is what it is so today's topic we're going to be discussing the uh the shooting in texas and the stabbing in new york at those at the synagogue and, and at the church um so today we're going to talk kind of deep but it's going to be abbreviated um i can discuss this topic in detail but i want to give an on the surface kind of overview of what i was thinking and what i have understood and learned in my time uh, living and walking on this earth. Um, today, this 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 message is not a sermon, but I will say it will have some biblical reference. Uh, the three main talking points I wanted to discuss in regards to some biblical reference will be coming from uh, Ecclesiastes one nine, which states, "What has been will be again." What has been done will be done again, and there is nothing new under the sun. Then, you know, quickly I'll talk about Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40, which talks about, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Then the third will be John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. We'll jump right into all this once uh, this commercial, we're going to have a quick commercial break. We'll jump right into it. And the first clip will be coming from a podcast that I heard of Mark Levin, who was hosted by Brian Mudd and it aired on 30 December uh, and he talks about the West Freeway Church of Christ shooting in Texas that happened on 29 December. Uh, December. And um, we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to play the clip for you. Uh, the first clip is about 42 seconds long. And yeah, we'll go from there. So just hang tight. Uh, after this quick commercial break, we'll jump right into it. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As promised, uh, the first clip that we're going to play is from Mark Levin podcast, which was hosted by Brian Mudd, Brian Mudd that aired on 30 December 2019. And he discusses the West Freeway Church of Christ shooting in Texas that happened on 29 December 2019. And I misspoke. Actually, the clip is a few minutes long. It's, uh, it's going to pick up from 42 seconds and it goes all the way to 2 minutes and 37 seconds. So just bear with me. Here's the first clip. We have open-hearted people. We help people. We're here to help people. And to have something like this happen destroys my heart. And when I say destroys, it destroys it because there is evil in this world. Six seconds. Six seconds. I'd actually rather be talking about eight seconds. The documentary, the movie from the 90s about Lane Frost. That was a sad story too, but a much better one ultimately. We're talking about six seconds. 
That was the time from the first shot being fired at the West Freeway Church of Christ in Texas yesterday. And the final shot. Six seconds, three people dead. Now, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. Obviously, evil is alive and well, and there's an effort to try to keep you from having a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. We are here on the back of the eighth anti-Semitic attack in New York alone during the month of December, Saturday, and on back of yet another attack on Christians and the church. And so the question becomes, why? None of this is new. Anti-Semitism, that's not new. Attacks against Christianity, that's not new. Machetes aren't new. Guns aren't new. Mental health issues aren't new. So why do we have the escalation of violence? What's really going on here? Now, I am Brian Mutt. That's the end of the clip, and after this quick commercial break, we'll have clip number two, which is begins at 3 minutes and 44 seconds and ends at 12 minutes. So just bear with me. There's a reason why I'm playing these clips and bringing this matter to the forefront. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. We're back, and here is clip two, as promised. But I did want to start here because there are so many teachable moments in these two most recent attacks. Teachable moments that get into issues that have nothing to do with the premise of these problems. Now, I just pose the questions. Why? And you'll always hear me talk about the premise. We've got to establish the premise of any particular situation. And I talk about there being two sides to stories and one side to facts. We're all entitled to our opinions. There are only one set of facts, and we've got to get those straight. And we've got to make sure we're operating on a sound premise. And once we are, boom, go away with whatever your particular opinion is. This is the United States of America. You're free to do so. The problem is we reject the premise so often, and a false one is embraced by your godless souls and slanderous news media. And it's advanced often by an education establishment that's more interested in their own political agenda than they are the truth. And it, the end result might be something like what we saw during a Hanukkah celebration Saturday night in New York or at a church service after Christmas in Texas. It's not the first time I've mentioned this, even on this show. But it's worth repeating right now. As we look for answers, I never want to, to just embrace that some, naturally something is, is totally different without understanding why it's different. So again, if anti-Semitism isn't new, if attacks against Christianity, not new, if guns aren't new, if mental health issues aren't new, if machetes even aren't new, why is it that we are seeing these problems? Why is it that we have the escalation? Of these issues. Now, one of the greatest pieces of research I've ever seen 
that deals with a lot of the issues we discuss pertaining to increase in violence and what's wrong on mental health issues. It actually came from a Harvard study, and it was just last year. It was a September story from last year that I brought you uh, that I called uh, Faith Improves Mental Health Outcomes, and it's pretty straightforward. Harvard took a look at mental health issues because it is true that we have seen a dramatic escalation in mental health issues. And as we take a look at mental health issues in the escalation, what is the time period? Well, in their study, what we've seen is that starting with the 80s, we saw a dramatic and steady rise in people with reported mental health issues. And as we saw a rise in people with mental health issues, including at younger ages, we are also seeing a corresponding increase in violence. The most notable first indication that there was a bigger shoe that was getting ready to drop was Columbine in 99. Now, when we take a look at, at what happened there, now let's take a look at some of the specific attacks and events that have happened. At that point and since, there's something else we saw. Corresponding decline in those who believed in God. And you can walk it right back to the 1980s. You can nearly draw a straight line in this Harvard research that showed an increase in mental health issues with the corresponding decline in those who said they believe in God. Coincidence? Maybe. But then maybe not. Because, once again, in this Harvard study, what was fascinating is that we see that those who believed in God believed in something greater than themselves. Guess what? By the age of 20, those raised with a religious affiliation in this country averaged being 18% happier, 30% more likely to help others, and 33% less likely to engage in substance abuse. What's more, and again, this is a Harvard study, is that those who fared best were those who prayed daily. In other words, having faith and being raised on it in any capacity provides significant benefit. But the closer one is to their faith, the more likely they are to be happier, to be willing to help others, not to engage in substance abuse, and obviously not to engage in violence. Okay, so now we've got two straight lines that can connect these dots. But what's one other thing that took place starting in the 1980s? Well, when you take a look at the effort to remove any mention of God and faith from our education establishment, it started in the 1960s. But the Department of Education, they finished the job. Now, just coincidentally, the Department of Education was created when? In 1979. When did they actually go in force? 1980. Now, something else that's happened over that same period of time, the United States of America was second in average education outcomes, second only to Australia in 1980, at the time of the creation of the Department of Education. All we've ever done since is see a decline in education outcomes. Thank you, Department of Education. Well, that's been real world worthwhile. But it also, the Department of Education saw to it that we did remove the reference of God 
and faith and any element of morality from our schools. So now you have three corresponding pieces of really significant information, a timeline that all connects. And then you take a look at the generation that's being raised. So Columbine, that attack, first kids being raised under this new godless system created by our Department of Education. Continue to take a look at the escalation of violence, even to these two attacks over the weekend. It appears, as of now, mental health issues are evident in both of the attackers, in New York and in Texas. The ages, 37 and 43. Now, again, what your news media is going to do is throw the, well, your mental health issues. We need more mental health, you know, help. But why do we have the mental health problems? Once again, taking a look at the information I just brought you, it's because we have been raising and bringing up a whole generation and now generations of people without any moral compass, without any belief in something greater than themselves, without a dynamic that, according to Harvard research, proves that people are significantly more happy, significantly more likely to help others, and significantly less likely to engage in substance abuse and, of course, violence. But we're not going to pay any attention to that research. As I've discussed, even Harvard seemingly buried their own research here because it didn't fit their narrative. Because what's the better narrative? Well, the better narrative, if you're a leftist, is gun control, right? Gun control, because, by God, if we only control those guns, then these people, I mean, they're, they're going to be great. No problems here. Uh, right. So about that gun control thing, going to get into that coming up next. All right, that's the end of that clip. Next, we're going to move into a Fox News interview that I saw on Fox and Friends uh, the weekend of the shooting. Let me paint the picture for you. It was the two persons that were on the screen being given their opinions and, and debates was Dr. Alvita King, who is the granddaughter of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And um, the spokesman for the Jewish community, uh, Rabbi Yerishriel Spiro. All right, so you got the Christian aspect and you have the Jewish aspect. Both are have their history rooted in each other. So Dr. Alvita King uh, mentioned that love is the the ultimate goal that we should attain, and Spiro was saying that that's all fine and dandy, but we still have the issues that are going on in today. So Dr. Alvita King mentioned John 3.16, which states, For God so loved the world, the key word here is loved, the world, that he gave his one and only begotten son. Now, if you know anything about the Jewish faith, uh, Christianity has its roots in Judaism. And then Christ came, the Messiah came, and 
you've seen a significant shift in whatever what the Jews were waiting on this entire time up until the advent of Christ was the Messiah. And the Messiah came. They didn't accept that Messiah. The Jewish people are still looking for their Messiah. It's nothing to take away from them. That's, the, that's what they believe. Um, but I wanted to make this podcast today because I find a lot of solace in John 3.16. Dr. Alveda King hit the nail on the head when she said, love, we need to start moving towards loving each other. But then on the, in the retrospect, uh, Rabbi Spiro was coming from a place of, yes, that's great. We should, but we still have evil in the world. Hence the reasons why I brought the moment I've heard, I saw this interview I immediately thought of these biblical references that I provided to you earlier uh, from Ecclesiastes, John, and uh, Matthew. So with that being said, if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, for those of you guys, those, those of you who know anything about the Bible, the book of Proverbs and the book of Ecclesiastes are considered the books of wisdom in the uh, in the bible now all of it is wisdom the entire bible as a whole is wisdom and gives you understanding but those books specifically have been pinpointed to say that these are the books of of wisdom and i'm going to read to you again from ecclesiastes and what it says now i want you to remember what brian mudd had said he asked the question why if nothing's new then why do we still have the evil in the world so Ecclesiastes 1.9 clearly states what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. From the moment Adam and Eve took that fall, when they ate from the forbidden tree, sin entered the world. That changed everything. That means that what was then will forever, will forever be until Christ comes to take us home and the earth and the heavens are remade. That answers that question. We're always going to have evil. And Dr. Alveda mentioned John 3:16 talking about love. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. His son was the way for us to be with the father, to be in right relationship with the father and to understand and know love. And by him, by God sending his son Jesus to the earth, that was the ultimate love because he allowed his son. His son was the way to be sacrificed. One man brought in the fall, brought in sin. One man took it out. Adam brought in sin. Jesus took it out and brought us away to where we can have salvation. I know I can go. This, this is a very deep conversation, but I'm trying to hit the surface here and trying to address all the points that Brian Mudd mentioned and from the interview of uh, Dr. Alveda King and Rabbi Spiro. They all have valid arguments, but there are answers. And you heard Brian Mudd say, and I, I, I love his statement. There's two sides. There's, 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 uh, there's uh, one side to every fact, basically, to, to, to sum it up. 
Everybody has their opinion, but there is only one side to what really happened. And God has given us the avenue to understand what happened and why we have what we have. Now, the next in Matthew, to reference Dr. Avita King, John 3.16, God gives us the command as far as what we should be doing. The high commandments, aside from the Ten Commandments, but this is coming from the New Testament when Christ is here, who did not take away what was what was taught in the Old Testament, but to amplify it. It was asked by his disciples, by the people to Jesus, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Remember, the law was given in the Old Testament. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. So this adds credence also to Dr. Avita's argument in regards to love. We are to love our neighbor as ourselves because if we did that then the world will be a much better place the majority of people will do that because it's ingrained in us we have it it's in our dna we are a creation of god so we have the ability to love and not cause harm to another i didn't write any of this stuff down that i'm speaking about right now um, so I'm off script, so just bear with me. The points that I'm making, I'm hoping that you're picking up what I'm laying down and you're tracking with what I'm saying. So Dr. Alveda King, her 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 argument is we have to love each other. We have to love each other. And I also side with Rabbi Spiro. That's fine and dandy. Yes, we should do that. But as Ecclesiastes says, nothing is new under the sun. And as I mentioned before, from the fall... It's impossible for everything to be perfect. We can love, 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 and we're, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and what God told us to do, but there is still evil in the world. The majority of us, the majority of us like I said before, will love and not cause harm to another. And we may do this, and we're living fine and happy, but on the flip side, there's also the evil that will try to infiltrate and caused the chaos in which we saw in the shooting and in the stabbing. Now, Dr. Alveda King and Rabbi Spiro, I uh, failed to mention that before, they were interviewing and discussing in regards to the stabbing at the synagogue in New York at the Jewish synagogue on 28 December. So the reason why I wanted to speak on this is because I think a lot of us are lost when we're asking these questions like why is this happening? How can we fix this? We can try everything that we can and we can bring some peace but it will never be perfected perfectionist peace. It will never be what we, the utopia we intend it to be. 
because we still we will never as human beings as a created being a human being we will never be able to eradicate eradicate the sin that is in this world that will always rear its ugly head god is love he's shown that time and time again but god also passes judgment but that's for a different different uh discussion but in regards to this god has shown us how to love and we should do that and he's giving us that ability to be able to love so we can have peace and so that the earth the world is not in complete chaos but there's always still the evil that always seeks to destruct the love in which we have there's nothing new under the sun so we have to take in reality how what we see right now we as people good people should still go about our days doing what is right loving each other because it will be reciprocated to us some people may blow it off and not even pay attention to it but you still should express the love but always remember it should stop you from loving but always remember that some people some things are still going to happen bad things are going to happen and it's not because there is no love in the world it's because there is sin in the world And that's pretty much all that I had to say in regards to this. It's a short episode today. It was something that I wanted to discuss. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Talk to me. Ask me any questions and we can have a deeper exegetical discussion in regards to some of the topics that I talked about. And again, the recordings, the clips that you heard today was from Mark Levin. The Mark Levin podcast, which aired on 30 December, and it was hosted by Brian Mudd. I take no claim and no copyright infringement on this. I just wanted to share this with you guys to show you this, the progression and how we got to where we are in the United States. And to also answer the question that he kept proposing, why? And I also wanted to bring to the forefront the interview between Dr. Avita King Rabbi Spiro, representing the Christian faith and Judaism, both rooted together, but separate in beliefs. And I wanted to highlight love, that we can still love, that is the right way to go, but there's always evil in the world. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And again, if you have any issues or any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I am more than willing to have a discussion with you in regards to this topic. You guys take care, and I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to You Don't Say with your host, Jeremiah. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. And if you want to know more, check out my platform at anchor.fm forward slash you don't say or find us on any podcasting site like Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and Apple Podcasts or your social media sites. And join us soon when we talk about any and everything. And for you coffee lovers out there, remember, this is not your average cup of J. Take care. And God bless.